1: Yes, right, going
0: down, huh? Team no sleep. What is, yeah, man. Team- Thursday, June tenth. What, what, where you been,
1: brother? Man, man. Team no sleep. I've been sleeping, you man. Were, I'm you- sorry about being little party <laughs> to the party, man. You know, uh, enjoying. You know, be honest with that, brother. Just enjoy some family. We have family coming to town. My yeah. son's graduating this weekend, so uh, he graduates tomorrow. He walks across the stage. Hey. Um, I'm, I'm so proud of him, man. He just got a, he got a, awarded to be on the honor society. Nice. Um, so. He's doing it academically as well as athletically, man, and uh, you know we just celebrating his time to graduate. Plus, my my younger daughters are getting promoted, so okay. got a big big festivity going on in the Allen household. So, I pardon me for being late. No, Nobody. you
0: know what? That that's most important. That that that's all good. That that, that should pass for this week yeah (laughs) yeah that's my pass, man i won't be late no
1: more i'm sorry about that everybody
0: (laughs) i'm I'm out here sending texts and tweets i'm telling people to join who knows who's gonna try to jump into the studio because i put the link out there uh but that's all right man congratulations to you and and your son uh that's a whole different feeling and we were talking behind behind stage a little bit you know you know the oldest is uh leaving the nest yeah yeah i know you i know you taught him right i know i know you put him on the right foundation now he's gonna go play football where
1: he's going he's going to southwest minnesota state so he's going to he's gonna be going to move into marshall minnesota Mm. uh coming at the end of or right after july 4th of july he's gonna be moving out there uh working out with the team getting ready for the season and then also uh continuing to study a summer bridge so He's just really he's be, he's really being passionate about his academics, which I'm I'm very I'm more impressed with than anything. Yeah, uh, he's been able to duel. So his senior year, not only did he go to go to high school and finish his senior year, he was also taking college classes okay. at the local JC to transfer over during Love the COVID it. situation to take advantage of being at home and not, you know not have to be at school. So he has over three point three at the JC level. And he has over three point three in high school. So he's I can't awesome. argue. I can't argue. Yeah, man, I can't argue with my man. So he's Love. doing his thing.
0: Look, I I got the, the the pleasure to meet him and some of his, his partners for that uh, uh, class project that we were yes. working on, and uh, you, you got a good man there. So uh, we, we tell him that I uh, wish him well uh, in all his endeavors, and and definitely let us know when he gets out there on the field so we could be cheering on young young Allen.
1: Absolutely, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate. It. I got to give a shout out to my to my my, my oldest son mm. at Lehigh got a promotion. He's the D line coach now there, man. So he's man. doing this thing there. So we definitely a sports impacted family. Then yeah. you talk to the right one. <laughs> we talking to the right mm-hmm. one, so we good, man. So definitely, uh, ble- just feeling blessed all the way around. That's
0: good, but that's I, I see it in your face too. You you just you just grinning. Let's then let, yeah, let's, go, let's go, ahead, go this, sports, then, let's go and get into this sports then, uh, brother. Let's go ahead and get into sports. I would say a lot is going on, but it but that wouldn't be true. <laughs> yep, Cause that's we, true. Because you know we already talked about. Um, and it's never a old story. It's a good story. We, you know, we, we, It needs to be talked about. We talked about the, the mental health uh, aspect. We talked about the Naomi Osaka and how that's continuing to evolve, not just in tennis, but, again, more and more people are talking about it, not just athletes and entertainers. So so that's definitely want to keep that front of mind as well. Um, Absolutely. But really the, the bigger things that are going on right now are just what's happening on with the NBA playoffs. I mean, right? That—that's yeah. the story, right? It seems to be a transition week, right? Not—not not as much as going on. We, we're not even going. We, we're not even going to entertain talking about Floyd and Paul and what they're doing. So I mean, we're not even going to talk about that.
1: Well, I'm, you know, but, but there, I'm gonna bring one, it up. No, no, no. I, I, there's one aspect I want to talk about that, and this is the part I, I want to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, uh, um, I forgot her name. somebody my the, the gymnast. Uh, uh, What's her name? The black gymnast is just one. Uh, oh, Simone Biles, who just won. It's Simone Biles, Simone Biles. Yeah, sorry. It's Simone, Biles. <laughs> Simone Biles, Simone Biles just won, just won everything. You know, put, put one of the greatest performances in gymnastics ever, and Sports Center didn't run her story at all, and they ran that damn Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather debacle that they that they were showing, and that 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 kind of upset me because this young lady has made a lot of achievements, she sacrificed a lot, she's she's at the top of her craft, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're gonna entertain. You know Floyd Mayweather fighting. Granted, the guy was a bigger guy, but I mean he's fighting a damn YouTuber. He's fighting a YouTuber, and, and it's it's not even it's not sports, man. That's that's strictly entertainment. If we're talking we're talking about entertainment. That was just for entertainment purposes. Yes. That's like somebody going to fight a kangaroo or fight a bear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody, you know, people that look at that as a circus are going to go do the entertainment. Now Floyd, granted you got your money, but I'm saying why wasn't the shine on Simone Biles, man? I mean she did something incredible, winning. And I'm really disappointed in Sports Center and all the other media sports outlets that didn't give her a shine. So I want us Team No Sleep to give her her flowers. Congratulations, Simone! Yeah. One your thing.
0: You're right. And what, what's happened to you, uh, brother Cox? We see you, man. You know, you know who I did see reporting on it was more the news outlets, not not the sports outlets, right? So yeah. Fox Sports didn't say nothing. CBS, uh, ESPN, near the bottom of the page. Was, wasn't yes. really a, a big thing. Wasn't as um, I'm gonna say sexy, and you know, like Kevin's pretty much saying, you know, it was the mon- it was the money thing for yep. for Floyd Mayweather and 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 Jake Paul. That was just more of an entertainment play. So that's gonna get more eyes on the screen, get more eyes mm-hmm. talking about it, that kind of thing. Simone Biles, we know she just wins. I, 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 she wakes up winning. Right? She, she she's got the rhinestone goat on on her on her leotard. So she she wakes up and knows she's gonna take it. But but still give her her due. Because no one has done what she has done. I don't. I don't know if anyone yeah. will do what yeah. she has I mean,
1: done. We should be celebrating her accomplishments. You know, not only as a gymnast, mm-hmm. not only as, as a winner, as a as a young African young African lady that's doing her thing and she's on the top of her game. Yeah, I believe. And I, like I said, I don't want. I don't. You know, if you want to run the other story, don't take nothing away from her, but give her her shine as well. Yeah, she's doing some big things. You know, she's done some big things. And she won. I mean, she won. I don't know if it was a world championship or what. She, but she won her in her categories. Mm-hmm. And it was zero, zero tweets from Sports mm-hmm. Center, zero, basically zero coverage on anything for 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 her on her accomplishment. Which that's a bigger deal than Floyd because she's actually yeah. in competition in sports. This dude is just, you know, he's 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 fighting the monkeys, man. He just fight. You know, he fight anybody as long as they paying him, you know, plus a million dollars. He'll go in there and fight anybody, whether it's good or bad. And I. I think it's kind of sad I think it's sad because like we talked about it before he tar that this tarnishes his sport his sport is already as tarnished as it is that just tarnished it even more because yeah. now it's a circus yeah
0: I was I was looking to see if, if ESPN or anyone yeah. had it's, a story uh there there was one back on the on the six but again it it, it it doesn't, doesn't do justice in terms of the accomplishment that she yeah. did. So again, that, that, that should have been at the front. That should have, should have been on sports center. That should you know, Scott Van Pelt or what, yeah. what's his name? Yeah. He, he should have been talking about it a little bit more. He probably of, did. Might have yeah, might, missed it, but you know, yeah. I, I think they should have had some, you know, give her her flowers while she's on top. Cause yeah. she's going to be on top for a long time. Absolutely. Uh, so good Absolutely. shout out for bringing that up. Uh, let, let's talk, let's continue talking about, about women doing some things and doing big things. Yeah. Uh, Claressa Shields, I don't know if you know the name. Claressa Shields, Olympic boxer, mm-hmm. winner. When uh-huh. Every time she gets uh-huh. in the ring, she's knocking fools out. And uh, I, I had a chance to check her out uh, a few years ago dur- during the Olympics. She's talking about moving over to MMA now. So she's actually doing yeah. her MMA debut tonight. And I wanted to ask you the question, what, what do you think? So, so again, I'm going to talk about a real fighter who is, yeah, yeah, is moving yes. to to something that, that – um, is outside of their particular scope. What are your thoughts on someone who, again, has established themselves at the Olympic level, has got gold gold medals uh, in the amateur and the professional boxing uh, circles, similar to Floyd, right, and won. Mm-hmm. Now she's saying, you know what, I'm going to take my talents to a whole nother field. You, you, you think about it, a lot of these boxers already have dual – skill sets right martial mm-hmm. arts and things of that nature so they so they know how to box they know how to fight but they also have martial arts in in their in their dna and their training talk mm-hmm. to me a little bit what you think about uh clarissa clarissa shields uh, doing something different. i bands. think
1: for, for clarissa shields i talk about it from the business aspect awesome move um mm-hmm. the way boxing is going right now there's no money in it it's not there it's just not there no more um the ronda rousey i mean the ronda rousey and all that stuff that goes further in mma and you can make money, and you can do things in sponsorships in MMA, because they're promoting their fighters, and promoting their they're promoting their products so much better, and doing a lot of things. Now, the one thing I think for her, far as from an athletic standpoint, you know, she has to get used to the wrestling part, aspect yeah. of it, which is hard. Yeah. You know, the grappling, and, and the grabbing, and, all, and I'm sure she's training herself to, to get better at that, but we, could, we already know, for boxers, that's a hard transition. Mm-hmm. Boxers are taught to stand up, stand firm. Legs are not as strong as wrestlers are, so they're taught to throw punches from the back and do all those things. Um, if she can make sure she keeps whoever's coming at her away from her, from grabbing her and keep them at arm's length, she'll be fine. Blocking kicks and blocking things, she's able to do all that stuff. But I believe she has an advantage with her punching power and throwing, and throwing when it comes to hand-to-hand combat, she obviously is going to have a big advantage over who she's playing. But she's got to really be, you know, leery of the wrestling and the grappling and someone grabbing her, and putting her on the ground and, 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 and fighting that way. But – I, I think that's going to be a that's going to be a more common transition than, than we know boxers going to MMA because MMA is now even if they don't pay their fathers a lot of money their product and they're producting they're promoting their their, their athletes and so much yes. yeah. that, that, that it's starting to it's going to start growing and getting that kind of money because boxing again with antics like Floyd they're tarnishing it I mean no one wants to see boxing you know it's starting to become just like I said a circus show sideshow. Where MMA is really saying we're promoting our sport. This is a, a validated, this is a, a validated sport that we're doing. That's mixed martial arts along with boxing and everything in the octagon. Mm-hmm, it, you I know, agree. it is what it is. It, they just they they've just done a great they just done a great job. They just they're doing a good job. And I and I, I wish her the best of luck in it. I think it'll be a little. as she gets to the upper echelons of competition. I think it's going to get a little bit harder. Yeah. I think in her debut she she should do fine. Yeah.
0: Right now, so literally just at six o'clock our time, she started against uh, Brittany Elkin. Uh, in Atlantic City. So we will see probably before we get off off the air, uh if, if she got knocked out, if she got <laughs> put in a chokehold or whatever. But my, my money's on Clarissa boy, because I Yeah, yeah I think she's gonna be yeah, drunk, I, I I have seen her put some folks down. So uh um, I'm I'm interested in seeing that. So thanks for, for, for that insight. All right, let's go back to the to the to the NBA playoffs. I'm I'm over here watching yes, sir. I'm watching these Nets and the and these Bucks. And uh, the t- Bucks t- is in trouble, man. I was gonna say t- tonight is literally the first night of this series that looks like anything between those two because, man, you got KD just dropping bombs like it's going out of style. Uh,
1: the Bucks are in trouble, and I, I mean, I, I mean, let's let's be let's let's let's, let's keep it one. Go 2 Let's go ahead. Let's Hard get, Hard get focused.
0: The- let's get focused.
1: Yeah. of yeah. <laughs> is not even playing. He's not True. even playing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and. And Kyrie has not even been to the free throw line this whole series. Yeah. He hasn't been to the free throw line once. So you mean to tell me Hart is not playing. Kyrie hasn't been to the free throw line. And the Bucks are having hell right now at home against the Nets.
0: They are. bro. It's, it's, they, they just, it's embarrassing to be honest you know, with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be I'll be honest I, I like I think I think uh Middleton and Holiday, they're great. They're good players. Not great, they're good players. They're good players. Giannis yeah. is a great player, but he's one dimensional. He goes to the hole, which is his strength, obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when he doesn't have a consistent jumper. He doesn't have a consistent jump shot that can get him in that mid-range. That's where KD is exposing him. Mm-hmm. KD has all those attributes. He can go to the hole. He can pull the mid-range jumper, and if he wants to, he can step back behind the three and <laughs> pop it as well. So they have no answer for him. Even Giannis has no answer for him as one of the best defenders. He was a defensive player of the year a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He has no answer for to stopping this man. And, and, and the fact of the matter, I think the differences between both teams, is that when Durant gets going, all the new the new the New Jersey teams gets up. They start balling. Everybody starts. Blake Griffin. Everybody else starts balling. When Giannis is doing his thing, the the Bucks, their game doesn't elevate. They just sit there and watch, and kind of just let him do his thing. So, I I I, I, I see it going in five. I yeah. see the Nets going in five, and mm-hmm. they're waiting on an opponent between Atlanta and uh, Philly.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's take a look at fo- If you're not keeping tabs on it. So it's the, it's the nets and the bucks it's the Clippers and the jazz. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought the jazz would have been the number one seed and, and they're doing some things. They doing you some things. You know
1: what about that? The jazz,
0: the jazz started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, 76 years in Atlanta. Uh, Trey young is a bad band. That little dude is, is he's, he's a bad man. Phoenix in Denver. Yep. Um, I would have thought we'd just be talking about Phoenix too. The Phoenix Suns and think- and the Utah Jazz are are the ones that are continuing to move on. No one's talking about yeah. Boston. No one's talking about Los Angeles Lakers. No one's talking about yeah. uh, right. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We didn't we didn't celebrate that because the Lakers lost yeah. that night after after you put that bad yeah, that, that bad mojo okay. on them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I put I, I sprinkled that that, that that losing dust on them, yeah. so it's all good. Um. I think so. Let, let's go. Let's go. So we went to. We already talked about uh, the Nets in, in Milwaukee. Let's talk about. Let's stay in the East Coast. Let's talk about uh, Philly and Atlanta. Yeah, um, great. I think it's a it's a pretty good matchup. I do believe if they if Philly can't stop Embiid, it's going to be a hard road for them because they got to hit a lot of jumpers. They got. I mean, when they're hitting them jumpers and running their jumpers, they're hard to beat. Any mm-hmm. team is hard to beat when they're shooting that well. Mm-hmm. But those games when you're not Embiid, that second game and he just took over and there was no answer. For this man. dude, I mean, man. they couldn't. They just couldn't stop the big man. And then you add Tobias, Tobias on there. Uh, ben Simmons chips in his his part of his game coming in there. And then Philly's bench is, is is a little bit better than people think they are. Now, Atlanta, on the other hand, if Trey Young gets hot, and then I forgot the, the I forgot the guy's name that came from Sacramento that went over there. Uh, he starts with beat B. Bionovich or whatever like that. Hmm. When, when their backcourt starts raining those shots and opens up the game. Then Atlanta's really, really deadly, and and uh, uh Josh Johnson, ball, they they just balling. But I just think Philly's gonna be a little bit too much on the plus. Doc Rivers, I don't care what anybody says, he's a mastermind. He has the edge, coaching edge over mm-hmm. Atlanta's coach, mm-hmm. I believe. So I think he's gonna be able to maneuver some things and create some things where I think they'll get they'll get Atlanta in six. I think Atlanta won another wow. game, but I think I think Philly'll get him in six.
0: Bogdanos. Yeah, but
1: there you go. But I, yeah, I still don't know how to pronounce it, Kevin. <laughs> but that's his name. Yeah.
0: Kev, we're about to make you a moderator, brother? We we, we, yeah. we about to get. I'm gonna talk to you a little bit off- offline, but I'm gonna make you a moderator guys.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. My <laughs> my whatever his name is. Yeah. But I like I like Philly in six. Um, let's go to the West Coast and then uh, we'll talk about um, Philly and Denver. Shout out to Joe Djokovic for winning the MVP. Mm-hmm. I I can't believe it was that far. Him and Steph. I can't believe the votes was that far. But you
0: you called uh, it. You called? No, it.
1: actually, no. That was a uh, 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 Tallboy oh, called. Was that it. Tallboy?
0: Okay. Tallboy oh, called. he said was going to international games. So. Okay, That's right. So
1: I give a shout out. Tallboy uh, called. He said he was uh, going MVP. I said I supported because I know j- he was balling, but I didn't think the margin would be ninety-one to five. Steph only got five votes. Yeah, that's, yeah,
0: yeah. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, Steph got um,
0: Steph got robbed. That's true. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he, he, yeah. It, it, you're right. It, it should have been that. That it wasn't that, yeah, that far.
1: far yeah, game. it yeah. wasn't that far. But, uh, but, but, but I mean, now we're seeing. What Phoenix is doing to them, Phoenix is running them up and down the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jamal Murray is hurting. Since they don't have Jamal Murray, who's their, actually their court, their court leader, they got hurt earlier in the year. It's really hurting Denver now. And the fact that Djokovic is the only score, consistent score. Portis is yeah. supposed to step up. Yeah. Aaron Gordon was supposed to step up. Those guys aren't stepping up. And the way Chris Paul is and Booker are just running that game, Yes, yeah. they are just doing it. I mean, Booker is on fire. Chris Paul has has one one turnover in something he, like twenty six assists, ridiculous.
0: I was, I was gonna say don't call it a comeback, but you know Chris Paul CP he'd never been gone, right? He's no, always yes. had the skill and and always led the, the point and always been mm-hmm. able to drive in and just be be real flexible with his movements. So yeah, yeah. CP three everywhere he's gone, he's been but a huge contributor.
1: Th- this the thing. This the thing. This is the thing was crazy to me when I when i, I thinking about CP three now. Let's let, if you take a real look. He's the most seasoned, most polished player in the Western Conference playoffs. Maybe for exception to Kawhi Leonard.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Had right yeah, to think State. about that. Yeah. Had to think about
1: that. He's the most. He's the one. I mean, remember he's he's been through all these trying to get over his humps, trying to get to the the Western Conference Championship when he was with Houston. You know, the, the days when he was with the Clippers, he led them there and they always lost. Right now, the four teams are less that are left. Chris Paul is the most seasoned and polished. Player in the playoffs, maybe next to Kawhi. I would even think it'd be, I, I would put Kawhi ahead of him because Kawhi has won two championships. But Chris Paul is that next guy in line, and the way he's got that team playing, he's ready to get over that hump. And it's showing over. It's showing the way he's playing against Denver. He is playing. He's playing his butt off, and he's making those young guys step up to the plate. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's going and now. So I think once they move on, whatever happens between the Clippers and and Utah, I'm giving the edge to 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 Phoenix because. I think at that point he's really going to be the most seasoned. If if Utah's there, he's the most seasoned player, big time. Yeah, Uh, and he he get those guys to play defense. If he goes against the Clippers, like I said, Kawhi may have that little edge and that that gaming, you know, more gaming experience and all that stuff.
0: But you can never read Kawhi, right? I mean, you don't don't know what he's thinking. That
1: that, that dude, I don't know what he's on his mind when he plays. Yeah, he don't.
0: He he definitely don't sleep, and he 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 he, he, he is on. He's on a whole nother level. Don't even mess with the claw, (laughs) boy.
1: Yeah, yeah, that dude is is crazy. He on something different, but I, I see I, – I'm going to tell you right now. I'm predicting right now. I think Phoenix beats D- uh, Denver. I, the yeah. way they look right now, man, right. I think they get them in five. You know, man. and I, I, I'll say a sweep, but I'm going to give Denver the benefit they're going to win one.
0: Yeah, I because I, I, I like uh, – I like Luka. Yeah. Right, so I, I – no, hold on. Luka was uh, – Luka's out. Luka's yeah, out. Yeah, that's Luca's right. Out. Dang it. I'm, I'm tripping over here. Yeah. But you mean I, Joker? Joker, yeah, I I, I like Joker. And I I think he's going he's going to have have a couple of decent showings against against a tough squad. So, but yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I think it's going to be uh, they're going to get at least one or two. But uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask your prediction moving into the finals, and I think we're right in the line because I'm actually saying Phoenix and, and and Brooklyn for the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I seen and, Phoenix and Brooklyn. And 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 I'll go ahead because I know you messed with me last time. I, I forgot what was it was was it the Super Bowl or whatever. Y'all thought I was flip flowing but Brooklyn is built to win. There there is nothing that look <laughs> there everything that Brooklyn has right now in their arsenal. They are built. They they were they were put together to go ahead and bring it home this year. They, they yeah, were yeah. they they were. So I, mean,
1: not, they, I, I I'll tell you this way: they weren't built for regular season playing 72, 82 exactly, games. They exactly. Were they were built for playoffs. They were built for right now. Yeah. Like when we play now. This is the thing. This this is the caveat that I that I see with with Brooklyn. I think they I think they'll. I think that they're going to get beat up and have a hard time against Philly. Now Philly's going to give them a hard time, especially with Embiid. With big, Embiid yeah. in there. He, done, time, he stays kinda, healthy.
0: Nothing get hurt. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So I think there'll be a little beat up going in there, but I think, and I'm put, I'm predicting the Clippers to beat Utah, even though they're wow. down one okay. zero. I think okay. they'll beat them. Okay. I like the, like you saw, always tell me you like the story. I like the story of <laughs> Chris Paul. I like the story of Chris Paul playing against the Clippers and getting his revenge. Mm, hmm. So that would be sweet. That would be. He'll go. He'll
0: Stop on the on the logo like oh, like man, like, uh, logo, um, like what's on. his name <laughs> did? Um,
1: Kawhi like Kawhi did? No, I mean, not, Kyrie like Kyrie, Kyrie did? Yeah, Kyrie did? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so so I, I think I hope that's the the storyline. Yeah, I think of uh, they play the Clippers. I think Chris Paul get his revenge and, and finally get in the championship. But unfortunately, I don't think Chris Paul is going to win it if he goes up against the Nets. Uh, no, I just yeah. think by that time, I think Harden is going to be healthy, which is to give them another weapon. And as much defense as you want to play, their offense is that much better on on the New on the New Jersey, on the New Jersey yeah, Nets. On their the, offense the is just
0: yeah, that, that's true. And I mean, it, it's it's, you you try to root for the story, you try to root for the <laughs> underdog and the old school. You you, you, you want it to be seven season, you know, seven game season, but man, it just yeah. when you stack up the numbers and the old the old ESPN show numbers don't lie. Yeah. man, you, you you just look at it. It's it's, it's going to be tough for, for I mean, for there to be a Cinderella yeah. team.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I, like I said, I think Chris Paul is going to give them everything he got. And I think Devin Booker is going to give him everything he's got. But I mean, remember get to that championship, man, experience counts a lot because you got to figure yeah. out how situations are going to be. Um, you know, they, you know how the situation is going to be, how I think going to go. That's why I look at all the West coast teams that are left. Really. There's not a lot of experience there. I mean, it's, it's the Phoenix is pretty good, but Chris Paul, and then it's the Clippers. Now, Utah, they they've been together a lot, but none of those teams are built to match the Nets for seven games. Yes, you know it's because yeah. co- you can play in one game and get them and maybe beat them. You might even beat them two games, but a seven game series with some awesome offensive juggernaut start figuring it out. Mm-hmm. there is no answer. That's true. Now this is all pending no injuries happen, and I think of, of definitely Harding gets healthy, which he's supposed to be healthy back for the next for the next series. Hopefully, yeah. definitely he'll be healthy for the championship because this is oh yeah oh, no, he,
0: oh he gonna play regardless. Just,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I so, still, I mean, I, think, think about...
0: No, no. go ahead. I was going to say, say something funny. This.
1: Think about this. What if Harden is like, okay, I'm limited to minutes and I come off the bench? Can yeah. you imagine having a dude that can score yeah. 50, 60 points and he's going to come off the bench yeah. and go against your second unit? Oh my
0: goodness. That would be yeah, terrible.
1: Dude. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> that, 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 that wouldn't even be
0: fair, brother. That, so... I was gonna make a little funny, so, and I'm still gonna make the funny. I I I worry about KD, man. KD need to he need to eat some old hamburgers or something. He he just looks a little frail sometimes.
1: Well, now let's be no. Let's talk about the. He need to brush his hair. <laughs> he,
0: he need to go ahead. Yeah, cut you need to go ahead and just cut it all off and just just yeah. go straight and and do stop having it. <laughs> brush
1: it, cut it, do something, do something. But he need to do something with that hair. <laughs> And the facial hair, too, man. He can't be yeah, jabbering. He,
0: he do come out you know? looking all toe up. You know, come on, yeah. KD. You representing.
1: And, and they got barbers at the game. They, they cut your hair right before the game.
0: Come on. He, he got a barber on his staff, on his staff. Not not just on the net staff, on his staff. Yeah. Right? Stop yeah, worrying on, about I mean, social media and Twitter and all that. And get yeah, your bro, and man. get your appearance right, man. Yeah,
1: get your get your game right, man. Get your game right, bro. Get your he, personal he, you know, game he, right. He cool.
0: But I do. You know, I, I I worry about him just just from that perspective because because he just looks so frail. I just don't see how he's you, built for I'm, the game. The I'm gonna give
1: you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some information.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't know if you will believe this because I didn't believe when I first read it. Kevin Durant weighs the same amount as Giannis.
0: No, I don't believe that.
1: Look it up. Look on ESPN their weight. They 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 weigh the same amount. I believe. <laughs> you know what I'm,
0: I'm gonna be doubting Thomas up in here. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Durant's weight. Okay, hold on. Let, let, let's go ahead and bring this on screen here. So KD yeah. weighs
1: 240.
0: 240.
1: All right.
0: Man, I don't know how to spell it. E-I-A. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so 240. yeah it's coming up. It ain't, it ain't too many yards. Oh, my goodness. 42. He weighs 240.
1: Told you so. You think he looks frail, but he's not as frail as you think he is. Wow. Yeah. Look at me. I'm hipping you the game, bro, man. I'm, I'm
0: Yeah, you. that's that's uh so like 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 Kevin Cox said that's a hot, that's a hot ticket right there. That that's definitely a hot hot one right there because yeah. I did not I mean, Giannis knows his way around the gym, right? He, he knows yeah, yeah, his Giannis way around. Like
1: he's, oh, yeah, like And see, he's, see he's, that's right? probably
0: that's probably the thing right there, right? I don't believe maybe KD's just not taking care of his body the way that he should. Uh, right? So if LeBron's I mean, only at 250 compared to them. AD Two fifty four. Okay, yeah, we we, we can yeah. see it in their physiques and things of like that. Yeah, and I, I know it's genetics and all of that, but you can just tell that KD is just um, I don't know, not 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 built for 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 the long haul and lifting
1: and. <laughs> I, well, I, oh, I, I, I,
0: I worry I, about that.
1: I, I think he's he's not a, he's not a weightlifter. I don't think he lifts weights, but he's his basketball. Yeah, you're right. He's four inches taller. Something. Yeah, he's like almost seven foot. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. uh Um. Uh, but I believe. Kevin Durant's body is made for the like the old school basketball players used to be. Mm. Nice, slim, yeah, guy. Yeah. He's, he's he's not a banger. He's not a guy that's gonna get underneath and bang and, and and be this this phenomenal physical physique guy. He's a guy that's gonna do what he do. Shoot your damn lights out. Oh, drive to the hole on you. Dunk on you a couple of times. And he don't and miss. The ball. Yeah,
0: he don't miss. I'm I'm yeah. sitting, I'm sitting over here watching. He, he, <laughs> Uh, Milwaukee got a little lead right now, seventy four to seventy right now. Uh, yeah, just that, started that, that's, that's
1: nothing right there. Yeah, yeah,
0: man, goodness, my. Goodness. And the
1: crazy part about that, I think, I don't even think Kyrie's gotten hot. Right, Kyrie ain't really doing too much tonight. He ain't too much
0: tonight. Not, yeah, Kyrie, not even in the game right now. So, yeah, no, yeah, uh,
1: see,
0: yeah, we'll see. We we, we will see. I'm I'm, I'm glad we win. Milwaukee's on that in 10. trouble, dog. Yeah, Milwaukee is in trouble. They they're not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be it's it's going to be be done quickly. Was it Brooklyn Leagues, the series? What what is that? Oh, two of course, <laughs> two to nothing, Two zip? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they yeah
1: they they gonna be they, it's gonna be it's going be five man five yeah. is the, the, the least five yeah. is gonna be the most it's gonna go. Yeah,
0: I'm, I agree with you on that one. Yes, I don't I don't I don't see any sweeps happening, but I, I think it'll be five. So, um, yeah. Football, your sport. Let's talk a little bit about it. lot 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 of, lot of right. things that are happening, but they weren't completely newsworthy except. Uh, Julio, right? Yeah. Julio Jones, yeah. said I don't want to be here anymore. Went online and told a lot of folks that he didn't want to be where he didn't want to be in Atlanta anymore. Now he's in well, Tennessee. Uh, I,
1: I, it, got, it got leaked. Remember that's a leak. It got that way, you got
0: know. i I'm, I'm trying to be his PR rep. You know. Well, no, yeah, you know yeah. it, it. It just it got got out there. He's with yeah. Tennessee now. Okay, yeah. so. That's, that's, a, that's a nice weapon to have out there because cause Julio Jones is a strong man. He, he can get out there yeah. and do a lot of damage for, for, for his opponents. What, what are your thoughts on, on, on something like that on, on Julio think, going um, from Atlanta to them as opposed I to think- some of the other teams?
1: Yeah, yeah, Julio's gonna give them another another weapon with Derrick Henry. Obviously, you know Derrick Henry. and yeah. I think Oh it's gonna, goodness, man! Yeah, it's gonna make it's gonna actually for Derrick Henry's gonna make him in a lot better situation because now they can't load the box. Somebody has to cover the receivers. Julio's gonna demand double team, so that safety can't roll down anymore. He's got to go cover Julio on pass play. So offensively, I think it's a great move for them. I personally think Atlanta man sold him so cheap, only in the second round and I think sixth round.
0: That's I nice thought to they could
1: have got yeah. a lot. They kind of got a lot more for him. And I thought Julio was going to choose a, a different team to go to. I thought he was going to go to who he thought was for sure going to be in in, in contention for a Super Bowl. I think uh, um, with Julio there, I think that gives the Titans a better chance yeah. of getting to the Super Bowl. But as long as you with Kansas City, as long as Kansas City in that division, <laughs> man, you know, that's going to be a hard task yeah, to follow.
0: You, you, you know? got to go through my home. That's, that's going to be tough.
1: Yeah. Then you got Baltimore coming up. I think Pittsburgh is not going anywhere. Even though I know that's your team, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a lot of teams that, that, that I thought would have benefited him more. I thought he was, I mean, personally, I thought he was going to end up in Seattle. I thought he was going to go to Seattle and him and Metcalf and Lockheed. Yeah.
0: That
1: would have been nice. That would have been a nice pick. Um, or I thought he was, or I thought he was gonna go to somewhere that was, like I said, more of a contender, but I think now that just, that helps him out. Um, Buffalo is also another contender in the AFC, which I just think man, that there's that, a lot of competition in the AFC that he's got to be able to do. Yeah. And let's be honest with you, Julio, he gets hurt a lot. He True. does. He gets those nagging yeah. injuries. He sits out. Now, maybe maybe the change of scenery might change that. He might beast up, you know, how people, they just don't like the scenery, so they don't want to play. So those yeah. little injuries, maybe that maybe that goes away while he's there. Um, but also, they don't have a perennial quarterback in Tennessee. You know, no. I thought he was going to go somewhere where I, I, I need a, I need a, a dude and he didn't choose that, so it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Yeah. Again, Tennessee was what twelve? What, what they were? Uh, I think what 10 and, 11 and five without him last year, or twelve and six without, twelve and four without him. They'll they're going to win. Thir- I mean, he's going to win you two, two, two or three more games. So oh, yeah, oh yeah. They'll they're, they're going to be, they'll they'll be fine. I just think we're not. I think they're past the point where we do get a regular season. It's going how we're going to do it and look in the playoffs. So. Yeah. Hopefully you can give them that edge, but but, I, but again, I don't think they can be Kansas City. I, I just, I, I well, that, w- no matter what they got, they can't be Kansas City right now. No, no, no. It, I mean, it, I it, it. it's
0: gonna it's gonna be fun to watch for sure. But you know, again, when, when you you got Henry out there, still yeah. farming yeah. folks, and, and and just making people look like cartoons mm-hmm. out there. But uh, but yeah, it, it's just gonna this is this is nice. We we thought he would he could have gone somewhere. I I thought he was gonna go to. I honestly thought he was gonna go to Vegas. To be honest with you, I I thought he was going to, for, yeah. for some reason, I thought he was going to go play I, for the Raiders, but uh, I don't know.
1: I, I thought, I, it will. As matter of fact, before we go, before we go I yeah. want to talk about them. I want to talk about them. All right. I, I got a little, I got I mind? got a little, little, box on the Raiders, but, but I thought he was going to go to the Raiders. Um, but I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't think he would probably want to play for Gruden. And I wouldn't either. I wouldn't want to play for Gruden. Um, I just think, uh, Hmm. That organization in Las Vegas is just right now is a debacle. You got to think about what they've done. So, and and, I, and now I'm gonna get on my soapbox. Go ahead. Gruden, Gruden Gruden has done nothing but tore the Raiders apart. And I think I thought when they hired him for that hundred million for 10 years, I thought I thought it was way too much. I thought the I think I thought the game was passed him by. But let's just talk about the moves he's made. Uh keeping car which I think is a great player, but he didn't surround Carr with the great weapons or a great offensive line. So now Carr's skills have been diminished. You trade away um, one of the baddest defensive players in the, in the league to Chicago for learning for nothing. You sign Antonio Brown and then you wave Antonio Brown because he's disgruntled because he sees that this is not a great program and you consistently losing and can't win in, in LA and the things you've gotten out of it, you got a $100 million big deal, and you got a brand-new stadium in Las Vegas, and you cannot even produce a winner that's there. I think the only great move they did is signing Corey Littleton, a middle linebacker who's an all-star, all-pro for their team. But everything else, they have done nothing. I can't believe you traded uh, – uh, what's my man that went to Chicago? God dog it. Help me out, help me out, help me out, help me out. The defensive end, outside linebacker. Uh, let me think about that. Uh um, Khalil, Khalil, Khalil. You're not talking about Mac, are you? Yes, no, no. Khalil Mack. Yes, Khalil Mack, sorry. I'm man, my brain, my brain, brain thing. <laughs> but Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack is arguably the best defensive player that's been the best defensive player for the last five years. He led Chicago to the playoffs last year on his own his back, as a defensive player. Okay. The only player in I NFL mean, one of the only players in NFL history to be all pro in the same season as a defensive and outside linebacker, and you give him to the Chicago for nothing. He got nothing in return. Nothing to even show for it. Las Vegas is in trouble. They're going to be in trouble again, and I doubt if they win four games next year. That's how I, how I feel about the Raiders. I really believe they made the bad, the worst decision to sign in signing groove. Wow! We should have stuck to the ball.
0: You got, you got some, some
1: i right said it. You, you got you hey, got I, I said i'm gonna be my shannon sharp yes i said it. yes yes i, you said
0: said, it. I, I tell you what we, we, what we gonna do right now so remember i, I put the call out there for folks because w- w- while you was out there doing your thing i said anybody want to come online and have a conversation and i got i got somebody in 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 the back of the house right now who also is a sports fiend also runs a, <laughs> a sports show uh, okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be on this show, I think, in a couple of weeks. I, I better make sure I get right. Uh, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> brother, let, let's let, let's let's go and hey. welcome a man here. Brother Walter Strong, how you living, man? I'm doing great, sir. Can you hear me? Oh, man. loud not, not not <laughs> unclear, yeah. brother, loud and welcome clear, brother. Welcome to the show. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored. I'm sitting here watching the, the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee game, and I'm like, you know, This is this is not a real good game when you're up. You're not feeling good about the game. What's what's wrong? But you're not feeling good about the game. (laughs) You you were up 21 (laughs) points in the first quarter, and then you let Brooklyn come back and hit you in the mouth. Yeah, and now you're barely hanging on by two points. So I was like, I got to find me something to do. Fourth quarter, Durant (laughs) Irving will probably pull it out. So let me find something else to do. Uh, Appreciate you for jumping on, brother. First of all,
0: and first and foremost, let's go ahead and get into something. Let's tell the folks who you are and what it is that you do. I I alluded to your show, but tell them them what you got going on, Walter.
2: I appreciate it. So my name is Walter Strong. Uh, I'm a YouTube content creator, online coach, and purpose coach. I have a YouTube channel uh, with a show called Walter Strong, uh, the Huddle with Walter Strong, the third every Saturday mornings, East Coast time at 11 a.m., and then Saturday nights on Facebook we talk uh, sports talk, from everything from NBA to NFL to MLB to XYZ. Uh, we just talk some good sports barbershop talk. So, um, just glad to be a part of the show. And yes, I am really looking forward. To you, James, being on the huddle in a couple of weeks, congratulations on your milestone uh, that you got. I believe it was like over 700 um, subscribers, I believe.
0: Appreciate you, brother. We we are, we always grinding, right? We always trying to do the thing. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: Yes, sir. So I'm glad to be on. So I'm glad to be on. I, I was hearing the gentleman talking about Gruden and the Raiders, you know, Raiders is living in, in the time castle them hiring him. <laughs> you know, I don't know, what the, Raiders, I don't know yeah. what the Raiders was thinking about.
1: Yeah <laughs> I, mean, man. I really
2: don't. I don't know what yeah. they were thinking about. But, I, I
1: truly believe I truly believe Gruden I think the game is passing by as far as as far as from the X's and O's standpoint, from a coaching standpoint. He's still trying to throw that deep ball thinking that's the way to go of the Al Davis's days back in there. Um but I just believe strategically from a personnel standpoint they have not they they just failed. They've ultimately just failed all the way around except like I said for except for me to sound the sign of Corey Littleton that's the only guy I've seen that they've been able to bring in that's been able to make some type of impact mm-hmm. everybody else has just been average at best you know with their team mm-hmm. and I just believe that uh what he's done not building the offensive line uh with that Khalil Mack and those draft picks he got he's drafted horribly you know in the last couple of years I think they brought in the safety he got hurt so I, I won't hold that against him but now you're bringing another safety this year I just don't know what direction they're trying to go into to try to be successful in the AFC West, which would arguably is the second weakest division in football. You know, mm. in my opinion, I would say the the AFC. I mean, the NFC East is the worst, right? We know yes. that's the worst. Yes, right. okay. And next would be the AFC West, except the exception for Kansas City is the only one. Uh, Chargers are coming up. Don't get me wrong, San Diego's yeah. ball. Okay, they're, 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 okay. What's up for coming but they haven't crossed they haven't jumped over that hump yet
2: go ahead
0: we bro. already know go, ahead, go ahead go ahead debate and them, brother this is this is what we're doing
2: man this is this is what we I, let it out <laughs> i see I see some some validity to what you're saying, but mm-hmm. at the same time the Chargers are starting to turn the corner yeah. um, they are yeah. making some moves and so when you exclude the Raiders and the Broncos it leaves you with the chargers so I can see what you're saying because when it comes playoff time you're only looking at Kansas City in the playoffs, and you, the other three are staying at home. So I see the validity in what you're yeah. saying. But I believe going into this next NFL season, I believe the, the charges will probably end up uh, breaking through. I you, think can't they'll really...
1: be, you think they'll be one of the top six teams in the, in the, in the, in the AFC? Yeah,
2: I, can, I see them being a wild card for sure, a wild all card. Right,
1: give me, give, all right, give, okay, give okay. me your six teams. Give me your six teams. Wow, I want to okay. hear you, your six teams.
2: Um on the spot, brother. On bu- the spot. On the spot. All yeah. right. So Buffalo Buffalo Pittsburgh. Yeah, where my ter- where my towel at? Where my where my ter- God, I, <laughs> I burned one of them so I I, I well, we, we won't go into that though. yeah. <laughs> so Buffalo Pittsburgh. Um I'm picking Baltimore. I'm picking unfortunately Baltimore is going to win the division. I see Pittsburgh being a wild card. Um mm-hmm. I don't that quarterback you may be able to get one more year out of Roethlisberger, but after that, you got to you you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hand the baton over. You have to. You <laughs> see, you spotlight me now. I'm sorry, <laughs> Steelers fans. Break it to you. I'm coming all the way from Long Island, New York, to break it down to you. Yeah. And, um, you know, address that quarterback, and I think you guys will be back in the running for the AFC North. But that's Baltimore's. You have Buffalo the uh, AFC East. You have um, Tennessee with a great pickup with uh, Jones, mm-hmm. so that's them. That's four, one, two, three, four. I see the I see the Chargers.
1: So it's the Chargers and the Chiefs. Those are your last two. Chargers and the Chiefs will be your last two. Yes. That, you, so that, you're dismissing that be... the Colts. Wait, wait. You're dismissing the Colts. The
2: Colts. I don't see the I don't see the Colts get. I don't see the Colts uh, beating Tennessee though.
1: What? but I mean, you don't see him as a wild card.
2: I don't. I don't see them having a record better <laughs> we, than we gonna, the Chargers. No, I don't. Yeah, we're gonna we gonna play no, fantasy with you. Yeah, I, I don't. Even with the pickup with the Colts did with uh with their with their quarterback pickup, I don't. I don't. And you don't it.
1: see the Dol- and you don't see the Dolphins either with that defense.
2: I the see card. the Dolphins coming up. I do. I do. But. I don't see the Dolphins being better than the Chargers. I think the Chargers them, are up and coming.
1: Mm. I, I would see them having a better mm. record because of where they're playing because obviously the Jets are going to be horrible. New England's not mm. going to be anything. And they get Buffalo fits, especially when they come down to Miami. Yep, yep. They can't be Buffalo yes. Buffalo, but they give, they give them Buffalo Miami. And that defense, we know what arguably the number one, number two defense last year statistically, yes. especially against the run. So I see their defense carrying them again for a long while. and long as Tua – can go ahead and develop a little bit and make sure he ma- mm-hmm. he doesn't have to win games, but long as he manages the games, I see the Dolphins going ten and six. I don't necessarily see the Chargers going ten and six or ten. And, well, now it's going to be ten and seven. Or I, I see them Miami going at least eleven and eleven and six. Or is that eleven? Yeah, eleven and six. And I believe because right, they're, they they're going going to seventeen
2: games this yeah, season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because yeah, going seventeen games, it throws me all off. But yeah. I, I see them having a harder time, and the reason why I I love Herbert. I love Keenan mm-hmm. Allen. I think they're doing things, but until that running that running game can stay stable and quit getting hurt every year, where they mm-hmm. they lose both of them every year and they, they can't figure nothing out, they don't have a running game to sustain it. I believe the Chargers are going to have a hard time sustaining leads, um, mm-hmm. especially we know they're going to lose two to Kansas City, and they yes. every year they split they split with the Raiders every year, regardless of how bad the Raiders uh, are. Uh, it doesn't even, even matter. They split. Get so Raiders
0: fans all hyped yeah, up. I was, <laughs>
1: Yeah, and plus, let's go. Let's, let's, you know, the Chargers are going into their coaching transition, which I I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, okay. and that it's going. I just think they got a lot of unanswered questions more so than other teams like the Colts and 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 the Dolphins. Kind of got those things already solved. They just ready to start the season, ready to rock and roll and go. So that's where yeah. my difference is. I believe the Chargers, but the trajectory is going upward. They definitely right. got something special going on there, um, and they can. They can, They have. They have the ability to go. Win eleven games and have the ability to lose eleven games. That's the way. That's the way I, I said. And plus, the other team you forgot Don't about play. is Cleveland. I can't believe you left Cleveland <laughs> off your off your team. Not making the playoffs.
2: I'm not convinced on that. I think I am not yeah, convinced. I, I'm
1: chiming
0: in too. I am come not on, convinced man. in
2: Cleveland. I am not. Last year was that's, a nice year, but come on. It, I, man, <laughs> they got the best one in 10 Do you the NFL. do you remember Rex Ryan and the Jets? Yes, and they I went remember to the NFC Okay. And then didn't they go back two two years in a row and after that they never saw the NFCs ever yeah. again? Okay.
1: But but they all, but this is right. one year for Cleveland. So let's give them two at least two years in a row. <laughs> so won't year, you will one year you.
0: You you a you a good man. You you definitely <laughs> you got a kind man, heart, brother. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, wait, okay, wait. You telling me they don't have the best running the running tandem in the NFL right now?
0: I'm not, so I'm not going. Do. I'm not going to doubt I, that. But I just, we'll see. We'll that see. I
2: won't doubt either. But yeah. I just see, see, you've been watching too much. In all yeah. respect to the late great Chad Chadwick Boseman, you've been watching too much draft day. That's what you've been doing. <laughs> You've been oh. watching way too much. Traffic. That may be before <laughs> your time, youngster. Oh, that man. may be way yeah. before your time. I feel, you. You, now, you still bro. stuck on Disney with never, Remember never, the Titans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely, I respect you. I respect you. Brother, Brother Strong down,
0: coming in with the dropping yeah. bombs on you, boy.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I like the conversation, especially when it comes to, you know, the football. I believe, yeah. I believe that, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I like I said, I think the Chargers definitely on the upper swing. I just don't. I just think a, a couple of other teams got it more figured. They got it figured out right now and where they're going and where they're going to win. I don't like the 17 game season because it throws me all off about who's going to win and what. Yeah. In that last game, they said it's going to mean something. So I don't know. I think it's more susceptible for injury more so than figuring out what's going who's going to win and whatnot. I just believe the six teams are going to going to make it. I think there's six teams that have already just kind of already been there, and I believe coaching is going to have a lot, a lot to do with, especially working around injuries. And I, I, me, San Diego Chargers or L.A. Chargers, so formerly San Diego. I yeah. believe they got to figure out the injury bug before they do anything. Yeah, they yeah. just can't yeah. stay healthy. I agree. I agree. I agree with that, so too. That's, with that. that's
0: on that one. Okay, okay, listen to y'all. Let, let, me, let, me, let me keep the football conversation going, and, and now I'm, I'm going to ask our social impact. So, so brother, brother Strong, Team No Sleep, yes, you sir. know, not, not only the sports scores, not only the, uh, the, the impact from that perspective, you know, but uh, we, we like to get into social impact and have some, some, some more critical thinking conversations. Okay. I, I want to ask you guys about your thoughts on the athletes' influence in society. Right. So the the whole more than an athlete conversation, the whole aspect of business ventures, political views and and, and your thoughts of how influential athletes are when it comes to primarily talking to our youth. Right. So when 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 LeBron talks about something that that's outside of the sport, a lot of folks listen and especially a lot of uh, youngsters who are trying to emulate, try to. Trying, trying to be like the new Mike. Right. And, and, and those kind of things. When when Kyrie was talking some things that he was talking about, a lot of folks was listening to him because, you know, Kyrie has, has his perspective when he was talking about the world being flat, nobody was listening to him because we didn't, we didn't know what he was, what what, what he was doing, but I, I'll, I'll leave that right there too. <laughs> so here's my, my, you know, my, my question to you guys, and, and I'll start with you, Walter, since you, you the guest, brother. you know, your, your thoughts again on, on athletes from the perspective of their influence on society and like when it comes to their business ventures outside the game, their political views—do do you think it's a, do you do you resonate with the more than an athlete statement? Right. I mean, just just you know, the, the shut up and dribble. I hate that. Right. So, but but that's kind of where I'm going. Right. I I want to kind of okay. understand how okay. what your thoughts are when, when we say stuff like that, and, make, and making sure that do these athletes have a duty to be faces and voices of social issues as they pop up?
2: I don't believe they have a duty to communicate it. Mm. I believe they have a responsibility just to carry it out and and live it. Because basketball, let's just stick with basketball for for a few minutes, it gives you the platform to do these things. Unlike the NFL, because it's more of the shield, It's the brand for the NFL is the shield. So you don't see your Aaron Rodgers, your Tom Brady's, your Russell Wilson's. Um, your Lamar Jacksons, even your Patrick Mahomes, you don't see them using that from an individual brand or platform standpoint. Now, that's not to say they don't have that, but they don't. It's the media doesn't present it that way uh, to us, uh, particularly as, as people of color. But within basketball, I don't believe it's something you have to communicate and say you have to do. It's just something you have to just go out and live. And I believe LeBron James has been a great example of not just saying, but just demonstrating and living his brand and his platform. Um, another one individual who comes to mind would probably be um, Chris Paul. He has He has been able to use his platform where it now has allowed him to be more mainstream through commercials and Mm -hmm. possibly Mm -hmm. even possibly because if you see when does he have the most biggest impact from a brand or platform standpoint more as you get towards the end of the season yeah and the playoffs state farm has really built a relationship with him and they've done a good job with that yeah they really have done
0: a good job with that yeah
2: and they bridge the gap with a generation to say, we realize you guys may not remember the commercials with the twins of Cliff and 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 and, and Chris. Yeah. But let's bridge the gap and introduce you to Cliff, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's did a great job in collaboration with State Farm to build his platform to become more mainstream. So I believe an athlete should just live it, mm-hmm. not communicate. Because when you start communicating it. Communication, unfortunately, can be misinterpreted, misunderstood. And unfortunately, I believe that's what we saw with Kyrie Irving. There are just some individuals, not just athletes, even us as individuals, now mm-hmm. that we are in this social media arena of being able to be online and social media, we need to be, particularly as black men, better at communicating mm-hmm. Because if we if you communicate in the wrong way, um, it can end up hurting you. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's in, in in short, we need to just they just need to live it, not communicate, it. Interesting. you know, not, okay. Interesting that's all. point. I like that. Appreciate yeah. that. So what about uh, you? Yeah.
1: I, I I um disagree a little bit. I believe they need to live it. And I do believe they need to communicate it a little bit more, especially African-Americans. Um, we need to I think we need to. Carefully communicate, not just communicate, but carefully communicate, communicate. I believe it's great when I see the WNBA and, their, and the women wearing the slogans about supporting Black Lives Matter and something like that. I think that's very important to show that empowerment and showing that message that they're in solidarity and that it's very important for everybody to get on board mm-hmm. and, and do things like that. I also believe LeBron is like I think the ambassador right now being that guy that can talk it and walk it. And I think he's the great example off the court. Matter of fact, I think he's one of the greatest guys off the seems that he seems to be doing the great things off the court, just as he's doing on the court. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Right. I think football is different because of ownership is different. They don't want that. there. Right? Was, we saw with Colin Kaepernick. They don't want it. And they know they made an epic fail wow, with the situation yeah. with Colin oh, yeah. Kaepernick. <laughs> they should, they should have embraced that situation. Ask Colin why he was doing it. What was the reason behind it? And we all don't agree with police brutality. I know one of those. I know not one owner says, "Yeah, I agree with beating up on people for no reason." I know they don't, but they didn't take the time to get to know the situation or understand what he was doing. They just chastised him and ostracized him as a player, and, and eventually got him out of the league. And they took an epic fail for that. They took a big hit based on that. As we figured out what was going on before, so I think it's okay. I think it's okay for athletes to carefully. Communicate messages that are out there. You can't just say anything random because if you say anything random, like you said, they come back and bite you on the tail. But if they carefully communicate things and carefully communicate causes and carefully carefully communicate awareness about things that are going on, just like uh, Naomi Osaka, carefully communicate. There's a problem with mental illness. I- I'm going through it. I think that platform opens up so many doors to our youth and so influential to say, hey, I can relate to that. I can simulate that. How can I get help or how can I be a part of that situation? To help a greater cause to make our people uplift, so I, I think it's it's a little bit of a responsibility when you're an athlete, especially a famous athlete, to, that if you that if you really feel passionate about something, that you just carefully communicate it out there and say, "Hey, I support this and do good." The the the, the guy that does it the best, who carefully communicates, is Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady just takes jabs on his Twitter things and he says little things, but it go it resonates a long way. That's true. And he true. just says little jabs and little things. Not only does he live it, but he just communicates saying, I support Black Lives Matter. Boom. That's all he had to say. Boom. It goes viral. Everybody's talking, Tom Brady supports it. So I believe just being careful about what you say on social media is more important than what than what you say, as far as when you're in that limelight. Um, but I do believe they should have a voice and they should be able to express their voice out there because I just think it resonates with so many people and gets people involved, gets people involved, gets people aware, and get people to want to participate in whatever the cause may be.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, that that makes a lot of sense, man. I, see, I, I put the call out there, and and we got some, we got, I got all these winners that that, that want to come and join the this, the stream because cause, cause they know we are talking about some good stuff, right? But um, mm-hmm. let let me go ahead and get focus here and bring this gentleman on as well because uh, I want to hear his perspective. And he was just talking about some things that really matter and resonate. I want him to to talk a little bit about that as well. But let let me let me get my Y'all got me back here working in preview mode. Shouts out to Ecamm Live. Y'all got your boy doing some things right, behind right the now. scene that you can't even see. So, <laughs> okay. There we go. Let me let me I'm I'm a, I'm going to reshuffle and I'm going to move folks around, but oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, JP High Tech is in the building. Uh oh! Talk to somebody, guys, dog. Talk to somebody. How you what's going on what's, you? going on? what's going on? What's going on? Oh, man. Let, me, let, let, let me get Happy Charles. Here, out let After me get Charles here. out your head, though. You know that, that's not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let me get let me get you where it is. Appreciate you for jumping on, brother. Yeah, I put the call. I see, Montel. See what happened when when you show up late. When you show up on CP time. Yeah,
1: uh, man. Uh-oh. Me, man, <laughs> man, you
2: do uh-oh. Uh-oh. that Uh oh. <laughs>
1: Too much collard greens and and cornbread. That's what it was. I know, right? I I lost (laughs) a little bit of track of time, man, dealing with the fam, man. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm honored that you guys are on to be able to share your opinions and everything like that and be able to give us some more insight. Uh, I believe healthy conversation is always the best because we can always – Figure out you know that's what you can do. Re- that's where you can get resolution from healthy conversations. Okay, so. See,
0: you, you got the dogs barking too. You, you know you you intro. You know you wrong. Hey, you man. got your you got hey, your man. dogs barking. JP, got, that's all right. But man, hey, JP, like tell tell, tell, call tell a folks, right now. tell a folks who you are, real quick, sir, uh, <laughs> just so so the audience understands the magnitude of of the, of the guests that man. we have on screen. Appreciate you, brother.
3: Absolutely, I'm happy to be here. Hey, for, for those of you who do not know me, my name is JP. I go by JP High Tech, and I am a new next person. I'm talking for a software developer. What I do is help businesses, entities, individuals um, impact with high-end visuals when it comes up to graphics, uh, high-production videos, or live streaming. Um, that is what I do, and uh, you know, I help people impact the right way and transform and bring those traffic and really generate true income when it comes down to content creation and monetization. I'm also um, you know, uh, uh, the director uh, of Reveal TV Network. Um, I'm, I'm the you know broadcast director. I'm also the creator of Content Creators University and also my company that I started uh, several years back. Um, been happy to you know have some folks uh, connected with in the you know community. That's actually how through the Ecamm community that I was able to connect with James Hicks um, and um, the amazing conversations he's having. And you know, I was just on another show like you were just saying. I mm-hmm. literally just got off a what a two hour uh, show on on. Different platform and got, I went into, took my shower and, you know, grabbed my phone and noticed he put that out there. So I'm like, all right, told the wife, let me go ahead and put a shirt on, support my (laughs) my, my brother. Um, So, yeah, that's what it's all about, you know, being able to connect and, you know, understanding, you know, the value you can bring on the table and knowing in, you know, in the community that one person can do it. It takes a whole village to impact the true transformation and true change. Once you have that understanding, I I guarantee you, you will always be a success. You will always be, um, you know, a, a name in somebody's mouth on, on the lip right um because you need to have a heart for other mm-hmm. people in order for other people to care about you right um it cannot be a monologue it has to be a dialogue and that's what i'm all about so excited to be here excited yeah. to connect and support my brother you you see I pre-
0: yo. you see we, we not playing folks y'all, y'all, i hope y'all was taking notes because uh uh eric thomas uh all, all y'all better listen we we got i got i got some other coaches in here too <laughs> no but bro I appreciate you and and you came in at the right time cuz again we we were just getting into the social impact conversation that we typically do here on TV No Sleep and I want to ask you the same question right and and I know you just got off a pretty um I'm going to say emotional conversation on on your on your race talks uh live on Cut um uh, with, with with brother Charles Jackson but so Let me ask you this. We were talking about thoughts on athletes' influence within society, right? Mm -hmm. So the fact that athletes are out there doing their various business ventures, they're out there having their political views, uh, as as they should. But when Uh it comes to outside of the game, right, when they step off the pitch, when they step off the court, when they step off of the field, and they start talking about how they feel from their personal perspective, the, the influence that they have, especially on our youth, and, I, and I'm gonna add this twist to it, especially on our, our on our young uh, black youth, right? Because we we got four brothers on here, because and we're we're very impressionable, irregardless of age, right? It can be five years old, six years old, it could be twenty, thirty, forty years old. But what what are your thoughts on someone like a, a Kyrie Irving, someone like a, a Steph Curry, someone like uh like you said Tom Brady, LeBron James coming out and, and telling? Putting putting their views of their political views, their business perspectives, and things like that, and knowing how impactful that can be, especially for for our youth in society. What what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that they should should do that? Do you think that they should just hold that to themselves and just talk about that within the four walls of their home, or or, or what what's your take on that?
3: Thanks for the question. That's a very good question, by the way. And um and yeah, it, it lines up exactly with all the things I was talking about uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um being in a place of influence comes with a certain responsibility. Mm. Okay. When you're in the place of influence, you need to understand that you have a lot of responsibility. And every move you make, every single thing you say will have a certain type of ramifications, regardless of what you do. Okay, so when you're talking, you better make sure that what you're saying, you have a background of education in relates to that. Don't come and simply speak your emotion. Or your personal opinion without having any education behind it. That's what the problem is, right? Um, everybody got an opinion. Everybody mm. got, uh, something to say about a, a specific subject or topic or anything like that. But whenever you, you're blessed to be in, 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 in the views of the camera, in the eyes of, uh, of, of the, of the camera and the people looking at you, you are impressing, impacting, and transforming somebody's life. So you can come out and have a feeling about something, but before you open your mouth, you need to make sure that you are documenting sadly we we have celebrities that are coming out and simply sharing things coming 100% not from facts but from opinion and whenever they say it um whoever is following blindly the the the, the young guy the youth that is you know uh worshiping the celebrity will take what well, they say face value and run with it without checking in right without making sure that what they're saying is actually accurate or not that's what the problem is the problem is not that they can come out and And talk about things that have nothing to do with sports uh, or, or, or the career or within the ecosystem of things that they're doing. The problem is whenever they do so, they're not most of the time doing that from a place of knowledge. And that's where the you know the, the 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 negative connotation can be attached to that, right? Um, okay. Yeah. And, and that's my problem. That's my problem. Um I will not come here and talk to you about things I don't know. I will say, if you um you're looking for a plumber, don't go and ask for a painter. Okay. okay. If if you're a painter, don't come and try to talk on the professional field about plumbing. That's not your expertise. Okay, Mm -hmm. you can say this is my humble opinion about this, and make sure you remind the folks don't take my my word face value and just taking a run as if it's a gospel. Remind the folks about it, but at the same time, when people look at you, for example, you know I help uh, 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 corporations right um, uh, with their branding, so a lot of times people will contact me uh, and, and in my office and say, "Hey, what's your intake on us doing this?" Even though that might not be um, in, the, in the draw plate of the things that we normally work together on, I'll tell him, honestly, I've never done that. But in my humble opinion, please remember, this is not my professional advice, but in my humble opinion, if it was me, this is what I will do. I don't know a lot about it, and let's do it. Mm-hmm. That humility is missing, okay? Mm-hmm. We see athletes. We see LeBron. Uh, uh, I have his shoes upstairs. Okay. But I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of times he comes out very uneducated on a lot of topics. Okay. And that is where the problem is. He's a cool dude. He's doing amazing things. He's inspiring a lot of people. Great to you, but please let's stop pretending as if we know it all. One person doesn't know everything. The biggest uh, uh, Nelson Mandela will tell you that you need to have a place of humility in your heart if you want to be the best person to impact. The best leaders are the best servants. And Mm. if you cannot understand that, then there's a problem with our generation. We need to rethink the way we're doing things in order as a community, as a black professional community, to truly have the impact we're supposed to have. If not, all we're doing is add into the negative rhetoric and add into the negative stereotype and no true change will happen. And here's the deal. As professionals within our own community, we Mm. need to help each other. We need to do it the right way, right? You know the saying, best practice makes perfect. Not Mm. just practice, but best practice makes perfect. So if you're doing the wrong thing, you will develop the wrong habits and you would share with somebody else to do the wrong thing you're doing. And the only reason why you're doing and saying the wrong things is because you didn't even, even take the time to, you know, have the humility enough to, you know, admit that I'm not a professional in this field. Let me look it up early. Mm-hmm. I was on a different mm-hmm. show and mm-hmm. I, I was sharing how, you know, I was stoned, you know, um, uh, to hear people ask me if people lived in trees in Africa, mm-hmm. Think about that for a second, and they, they meant no harm. This, they just never
0: Googled it mm-hmm. because it's yeah, you know what? The I, and, and, and I'm sorry to in, interrupt, man, because I've yeah, watched as ahead. much no, because I watched as much of that stream as I possibly could, and so e- even with that, and, and I think this still resonates with the topic. Mm-hmm. Tell them the, the story that that you mentioned on the other show about. Your your flight, oh, yeah, the flight yeah, actually yeah. from Africa, yeah. and and the questions yeah. that you were you were asked about that because that that you didn't touch on it, but that that it it has a, a unconscious constitution. I, I I don't know what the word is, but but. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't touch on it, but there's an unconscious statement that, that was in the story that you made and I'm probably gonna touch on it after after you talk because I yeah, I, I, I really absolutely. wanted to get on on uh, on Charles' <laughs> screen, but go ahead, but
3: no problem. Um so yeah, I mean for those of you who do not know, I wasn't born in the United States. I was born in a tiny place called Togo, which is in the West Africa. If you ever heard of Nigeria, uh, Ghana or anything like that, that's where I was born. It's called Togo, tiny place, right? Um and um I I got here, my biological parents, I say biological because I was adopted by a different family here. Um, but my biological parents, I grew up there, um, you know, uh, raised there and everything. I got here. I was al- already an adult when I got here. Um, and then I was adopted by a different family. They're white folks that, you know, when I got here. So, you know, went to college, met my wife in college. Now we have three beautiful children. Um, you know, I've been, I've been in the, in the, in the corporate industry for a very long time, over 12 years. Um, so, But the thing is that where is I was, I was really mind blown at the lack of knowledge. I should put it because I don't want to use the word ignorance, you know, uh, the lack of knowledge of the people, my brothers and sisters that I was connecting with when I got to the United States, right? Several years ago. Um, and as a matter of fact, if you didn't know, uh, James, My wife and I, we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary not long ago, so I'm very, very happy about that. I just just put it out there. Uh, Yeah, don't get in trouble, brother. Don't get in trouble. (laughs) 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 I know, right? But yeah, man, um, people will literally genuinely ask me how I got to the United States. I, I, at first, I, I thought it was a joke. They were, they were joking and I realized no, they were serious. Not one, not two, not three. I had a lot of people ask me, whoa, man. Um, I can't believe. So how come that you got to United States and you know, you're speaking English so well? Or, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, how's that possible? Because I mean, a lot, a lot of the things they're used to. I was not embodying that mm-hmm. I was the the opposite of the things that they're used to seeing in the news and they're used to hearing about um you know the deprived africans and and, and, and the ones that really lived in a in in a village or really uh, sick and hungry and, and and you know poverty and all those type of things and 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 I'm like, okay, why do you mean how I got here? I got here I jumped in a plane I came here they're like so really and I thought you, you might to come here you
0: be in the boat. Again, folks mm-hmm.
3: this is something that
0: yeah. they're so, genuinely asking. So again, so so that that whole thing I wanted I wanted y'all to pivot on that right there, but but you didn't. And and you know, I, I respect the show and I respect the host of what y'all was going on because again that has a whole lot of different connotations again uh-huh. about folks somewhere else talking about people coming from Africa coming on boats. Right. So so again that, that would've just riled up a lot of just raw negative emotions uh-huh. from whomever, whomever was in that particular type of discussion. So you, you guys uh-huh. didn't go into that, but, but that's what's something that I really wanted to share with you that, that I, I felt that and I saw that. And, and I just didn't know if, if, if uh, that was part of that experience for you as well. Right. When when someone asks you, how'd you get here? I got here on, on a plane. Well, oh, you didn't get here on a boat. Yeah, exactly. Wait a which minute. Is <laughs> Let, let me, let me school you a little bit on. Okay. Uh-huh. okay, okay. Uh-huh.
3: You know, and it's sad. Right. Yeah. Um, I have I have three children today. Right. My my my, my wife and I we have three beautiful children. And my wife, she's a teacher. Right. She's a college professor. Um, Thank God she got her master's degree from UTA. And mm-hmm. if you see the things that they're willing for the teachers to teach our children is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. All right. One thing that's clear we need to understand is black history is part of the American history. Taking black history out of the books is plain, universally wrong. Exactly. Because you cannot rewrite history. History is history, period. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And black is part of the American history.
0: Great. And
3: that is something that we need to understand. And that is something that we need to encourage our youth to develop a desire for. Because we have a youth that um, all they want to do is tell you, I don't care about the black history. I, as a matter of fact, I only care about the things that I care about. Mm-hmm. It's not important. Listen, if you do not know your history, you will never have a certain impact on earth. Mm-hmm. That defines you as a person. It defines us as a people. Like I said in the other show, I asked one person, uh, why do you think that the ask uh, our name is first African before American? Is African American? Why is it first African? Mm-hmm. Why is it not American African?
0: That's true. That's a, the that, things that, that pointed, people don't really right? want to think about. Yeah, but again, pointed conversations and poignant things, and it's about having and what I keep calling the unconf- uncomfortable, awkward conversation that that needs to happen. And I wanted you to say. All of that and have that dialogue because it still reverts back to to, to the topic that we're having here. And, and I appreciate you for sharing your story, man. Um, I'm in agreement, right? I really think folks need to actually pause and, and, and these entertainers, these athletes, these folks in the spotlight before talking about X, Y, and Z. Because there's a responsibility for folks, again, when you have that type of an influence on, on individuals, on societies, especially again, when we're talking about our youth that I'm, I'm really, really critical of that because mm-hmm. Walter, I'm, I don't know if you got kids, but you know, the three of us, you know, we, we, got them kids, man. And they, they're eating everything <laughs> in the house. I, 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 so, you know, that that's really the the forefront of our conversation when you got the little boys and the little girls and, and when you got dependents, you know, those are the things that, that, that you worry about most and, and, and who they're listening to, what they're watching, what they're being influenced by, um, peer pressure is is more than just a a word in in the dictionary and and, and influence and things of that nature, right? So I I, I just agree with, with you, JP, in the fact that, you know, these athletes, these celebrities need to pause before saying what they say, especially when they say it to impressionable youth, because there's going to be a lot of action that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Folks are really, they're not just going to sit on it. They're going to start talking to it amongst their sphere of influence, right, amongst their friends, or they're going to go out and they're going to march, or they're going to go out and they're going exactly. to protest. Yeah. They're going to do something, because typically those are calls to action from, from from those folks, especially with all the things that have been happening within the country within the last Four hundred years. Now, I'm not. I'm not even going to say two years, three years, Boy. four five years, right? Yeah, just yeah. just o- over time. But so I, I appreciate you guys for for letting me go into this tangent, into this rant. But uh, I, I think that there's value in having that conversation because it doesn't stop. It never ends, and we need to continue to 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 have this dialogue. Mata, you, did you have something you want to say, brother? You're on mute, man.
3: Looks like you're muted.
0: There you go.
1: You hear me? Yeah, you Okay. Uh, I I was listening to what you were saying, JP, um, and definitely it resonates. Uh, And the thing that just kept popping to my mind, especially when it comes to uh, being educated and when you talk, this Kwame Brown situation, Mm -hmm. you know, he spoke on emotion. Mm -hmm. I respect – I do respect the level that he did speak on emotion. I don't like everything he said, obviously. You know, I think he, he, he took it a little bit too far. Um, and I think, I think that that conversation should have been held behind closed doors, in my, mm-hmm. my personal opinion, mm-hmm. but since he did let it out there and let it out there, he spoke a lot on emotion and I do respect that part to a certain degree. You know, I, like I said, I think he took it too far, but I, I that part, the part where you're saying speaking on emotion or not speaking so much on emotion and being educated about what you talk, I believe that pertains to just in certain silos. I think if, you, if you're going to speak about po- politics, if we're going to speak about things that are, uh, Affecting our community, obviously you need to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. But I do believe I think there's a certain part that you should be able to speak on emotion. I think you should be able to talk about emotion. I think uh, I think obviously in the in the realm of sports, victory and losses, you should speak on emotion how you feel about that. Um,
3: Absolutely, yeah.
1: man. <laughs> so I believe, I believe I think there's a fine balance, and I, I believe that's what you're alluding to. Just want to make I want I want to make sure you just got to find that fine balance when you're speaking on things that are effective in the community or effective in our society. I do. I, I like I use carefully communicate. You use educated. I believe mm-hmm. they need to be both of those, but I don't want to I don't want to cut off the emotion part. I think it's okay for people to speak on emotion, show their frustration, show their happiness, show their sorrow, show those things because those resonate with us. And as you guys are content creators, mm-hmm. you know, that resonates with people. Mm-hmm. And no, absolutely. Me, He's a perfect example of it. People resonated with him being emotional about them. Speaking of speaking upon mm-hmm. his character. True. Yeah. So um I just me, think we got a balance. Go ahead, Walter. I'm sorry.
2: But let me ask let me add this though. It I believe it's important to speak on emotions when you talk about in the arena of sports or in a heart loss. But then when the media takes the conversation off of sports and you're in this raw, as an athlete, you're in this very raw moment speak on. where you're very vulnerable because mm-hmm. let's let's face it and when you first get into the league whether it be uh, NBA or NFL you're kind of trained on how to talk to the media yes. yeah. when to talk to the media yeah. how to talk to the media okay. so you know because of that training as long as it's within the arena of sports and you and you're talking off of emotions that that's fine but now if we get yeah. into the whole situation like back in the bubble with Milwaukee and the Orlando Magic, Milwaukee—I believe the Bucks really thought Uh-oh. that.
0: We need to get him on Roku, JP. That's see, that's that's through. <laughs>
2: there we go. Okay, we're not going
0: <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he chop, he chop it up over there. I believe yeah.
2: they thought there that through, and those players that came along with them, right? Because you were able, I got to be able to. Com- J, I have to communicate it to him in such a. Way.
0: Yeah, this brother, you see, see what happened? He, he over there, then, then fell off a little bit.
2: way that... J P can and say is okay, we're tapping into our our, our bottom line. Like th-
0: Well, I think he's, he's completely gone, man. He, he straight fell off. Man, we, we, you know I'm going to talk bad about him, too. I'm going <laughs> to talk bad about him. Hey, he, man. Hey, nobody else. <laughs> he, he kicked you off. Walter we'll, we'll, we'll kicked oh, you off. Oh, yeah, somebody kicked me right? off. I am no. like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. See, the, the internet was getting up, getting upset. We we was getting too too emotional there. We we, we was getting too much. You what know, he gonna come back saying? Yeah, he's calling me. back in now. He, he gonna say it was me. It's not me.
2: Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't my stream, but <laughs> no, bro, oh, I, probably, I didn't drop the mic. That was not the mic drop moment that I was trying to shoot for. No worries. I'm looking at my internet. I, I'm.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm all green over here, but that that's, that's on your side.
2: I know <laughs> was, what. point is. <laughs> yeah, okay, it must be on my side. Um if yeah, we're talking he's, he's about still, sports, and Yeah, you lose at on, on on at the last moment at the buzzer. That's me. Okay.
0: You good now, brother? You good? It.
2: Can you guys hear me? We we got you. We got you. Yeah, okay. We're now. Um, Go ahead. if if we if it's a heartbreak loss with Okay, if it's a heartbreak loss and losing at the buzzer, I can understand the raw emotions. But when you're dealing with situations like what the Milwaukee Bucks did back in the bubble, you have to be able to really think that through so that the emotions don't be the lead story on Sports Center and mm. ABC and CNN with Don Lemon and those guys. That's all. Interesting.
0: Okay. Well uh I, I tell you what, I'm 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 not gonna be a betting man tonight. Yeah. I'm gonna go yeah, ahead absolutely. and I'm I'm gonna uh, take what we got because if if you fall off again and you pull Montel off off of the stream, that's that's just a, I'm not gonna I can't have that happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to talk to JP High Tech and get and get on Roku TV to make sure that everybody has uh, high, high high bandwidth. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, be, yeah, man. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. See, so yeah, so I threw that little plug in for you. I threw that little plug in for you, brother.
3: Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> let,
0: let, let me, let me, uh, do two things here. Let me, let me first and foremost, thank everyone for, for their time tonight. Montel, you, you know, we, we, we do what we do and we, we all, we typically get very, uh, uh feisty, emotional, uh, boisterous, what, whatever adjective you want to use. We, we have, we have great conversation and to have, <laughs> and to have JP and Walter come in and give their perspective was, 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 was valuable. And, and I hope that the audience enjoyed it as well. Um, Montel, you got you got anything that you want to close out with, man? Because uh, uh, this this was,
1: this was really yeah. good stuff here tonight. Really good stuff. Yeah, for me, for me, like I like I said, I always like having healthy conversation. Yeah, you know, healthy conversation, talk talk about you know things that affect us. Um, you know, we're all. I think we're all we don't know sports fans. Are like all passionate things.
0: So, Oh, am I done? Oh, it might have been you. Oh, ho, ho. yeah, it might have been. You know, I'm. I'm. Let me switch over to Walter now see, Man, see, it so might been. He,
3: it <laughs> might have been. Think
0: God, tell, I think it's God, you know what? I, I'm I sending you. Montel, I'm, so I'm sending him. I'm sending him a microphone. I might have to send you a like a, a repeater or some or a, a hub switch, <laughs> you know, some some Xfinity <laughs> pods or something to to make sure that your bandwidth it can't be on get, that Wi-Fi, Montel. Yeah, that, that. that's what it is. He, he, he's sitting there on on a Chromebook right now. Yeah, <laughs> he on a Chromebook. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> JP, talk to us real, real quick, man. <laughs> Again, uh, let, let me ask you who, you: who, if you, I don't know if you are watching basketball? Tell me if oh, yeah, you can yeah, it's that Wi-Fi Is that what it is? Not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah,
3: you can't be on Wi-Fi, gentlemen. You can't be on Wi-Fi. Yep, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, you got to be hardwired whenever you're you're doing a live, man, because Wi-Fi gotcha. will. Is very unstable, hey, I, I've so... En- uh, I've enjoyed myself. We'll make you drop anytime. time, so that's what's happening. See,
0: he's gone again. Mm-hmm. See, Walter, you know, <laughs> you should know better than that, too, man. You, you've you been around these these content creation streets, brother. You know better than that. <laughs> so, um, Walter, tell us yes, again. Sir. Yes, give, yes, sir. Give, give, us, well, give us... gentlemen,
3: your, I'm, uh, that will be it for me, man.
0: All right, brother. I appreciate you. Yeah, we it's starting to fall apart now, yeah, I you. Yeah, you I guess everybody yeah. at everyone else's house is, you know, all the kids and and the family are home and they then fired on Netflix and doing all that stuff. So, uh,
2: yeah, that, that's <laughs> the big thing. Yes. <laughs> Pleasure meeting you, Mr. High Tech.
3: Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Walter likewise. And, uh, Hey folks, be blessed, be safe. Hey, I'll see y'all later. Like yeah. I would say peace folks.
0: Appreciate you, JP. Appreciate you, Walter Montel. Y'all be good to yourself. Thank you, everyone, again for tuning in, and we will catch y'all next week.